Hi, this is Rabbi Ari Spiegler with the Zman Kilala Kol podcast. God willing, the Shabbos will be reading from Parshat Shemini. And in Parshat Shemini, we have a description of the laws of Kashrut, the animals that we may and may not consume. The Torah notes that one of the types of prohibited birds is called the Chasidah, which usually is translated as a stork. Now, Rashi notes the Gemara Masechet Chulim, the son Daf Samech Gimel Amibet, that explains the significance of the name Chasidah. Says the Gemara, says Rashi, She'osa chasidut im Because this bird, it deals kindly. It does chesed with its friends in respect to food. It seems like it shares its food with its friends. That's why it's called the chasidah. But nevertheless, even though this is very kind, it does this chesed, it is considered tmeyah. It is considered one of the birds that we are not allowed to consume. It is not kosher. Now that's surprising to us because one should assume that an animal's kashrut or the lack thereof would have some sort of connection with with the behavior and the characteristics of that animal. In fact, the Ramban states this explicitly. He says that non-kosher animals have certain character traits which are undesirable. And therefore, uh, we wouldn't want to ingest those animals out of concern that we might inherit some of those traits. So for example, animals uh, are birds that are a doe race, let's say, that they, they are birds of prey. They prey on one another. So that's a negative trait. We don't want to uh, take that in. We don't want to ingest that. So therefore, it wouldn't be considered kosher. If so, so we would imagine the opposite would be true. A positive trait would be something that we would want to ingest. So why is it that the chasida is considered not kosher? The chasida is something which is a bird that does kindness. It does chesed. Chesed is good. Chesed is positive. Why wouldn't we want to bring that into ourselves? Why then is the chasidah counted among the birds which we may not partake? So in the past, we've actually had a podcast episode about this. We noted the brilliant diuk of the Chidushe Harim, who explains why the chasidah is still unfit for consumption. He writes that Yanchi chesed rak im It's because this bird only does kindness with its friends. And any bird that's not one of its friends, ain he ozeret doesn't help out with its food. It's only sometimes, selectively, uh, you know, a bal chesed. That's why it's considered a non-kosher bird. He explains that the chasidah's fault is that she performs kindness only with her friends to the exclusion of others. And that type of partisan kindness is something that the Torah doesn't want us to practice. That's the type of chesed the Torah doesn't want us to ingest. A person who performs chesed only with their friends, isn't considered a Baal Chesed. Obviously, it doesn't disqualify the Chesed that they did, but it's not enough. It's considered unacceptable. If that's exclusively the type of Chesed that a person engages in, it wouldn't be good enough. And therefore, the Torah tells us to stay away from such a bird. A beautiful approach of the Chidush Yarim. You could listen to our podcast episode from a couple years ago. We've also noted in the past the approach of the Ibn Ezra. The Ibn Ezra offers a different explanation as to who the Chasidah is, and again, why it is Tmeyah. Says the Ibn Ezra, who's the Chasidah? Ha-Chasidah hi ha-nir'it l'moadim yidu'im vashana. The Chasidah is a specific bird that appears at known times of the year. Now, this is likely referring to, uh, you know, because of weather and migratory patterns that the Chasidah was in the area of Eretz Yisrael only at specific times during the year. That's how the Ibn Ezra uh, understands what the Chasidah is, and as you're going through, as you're learning this list of different birds, which we may or may not eat. So he says, you know what that bird is because it appears at different times. It, it, it appears seasonally in Eretz Yisrael. 
Okay, very interesting. However, like the Chidush Yarim, perhaps we can suggest that the same patterns can be found when it comes to chesed. We know that there are individuals who, when it suits them, will drop everything and do anything they can to help other people. There are certain times of the year, there are certain causes, there are certain campaigns that garner a quick and meaningful response. However, at other times, and for other causes, for different campaigns, uh, they're not nearly as active. But one can't truly be a mal chesed if they're only available or only engaged at specific times of the year. If we know that a person's only going to write a check at, you know, Moadim Yiduim Bashana, only at specific times, that's not a true Baal Chesed. If a person's only going to volunteer their time and their resources at Moadim Yiduim Bashana, at specific times for specific campaigns, for specific projects, then that's not a true Baal Chesed. Again, not to disqualify what they do 100%. Everything that they do is fantastic and it's wonderful and it is Chesed, but it's not enough of a Chesed if it only comes at specific times and in specific ways. It can't just be binges of extreme kindness uh, uh, for specific people, for specific causes, and then followed by inactivity. Being a real Baal means being consistently concerned about the well-being of others. That's the type of Baal that Hashem wants from us. Similar to the Chidush Yarim who says that you can't be a Baal only to your friends. Here too, you can't be a Baal only at specific times. Such Chesed is not Chesed which is kosher. And even though, yes, Chesed is a positive trait, this type of Chesed is not so positive, and that's why the Torah tells us to stay away. Now, it's certainly normal uh, to have, you know, specific times or people or causes that are nearer and dearer to our hearts, 100%. But it's our job, we have to work on ourselves to transcend the chesed of the chasidah and to be true mali chesed who are always active and proactive in providing chesed wherever and whenever it is needed. Chesed, you know, we've talked about this in the past as well in the podcast. It doesn't mean reacting, it means being proactive. Certainly, you know, reacting is good, uh, and we need to do that whenever that time should uh, uh, you know, approach us. It can't just be anytime we know that there's a need, we should go and do the best we can to fill that need. But um, more than that, we have to be proactive, constantly looking and consistently engaged in chesed, unlike this approach to the chasidah. When it comes to being a pious and a kind person, uh, having a kind a perspective in life, there can't be uh, any more of a Tame or a treif or a non-kosher approach than this type of narrow or restrictive application to piety and to kindness and to chesed. That's the chesed of the chasidah. The Torah says that chesed is tmeah. It's no good. It doesn't disqualify what you do, but it's not enough. And the Torah doesn't want us to ingest that type of chesed. The chesed that the Torah wants us to have is the type the type that applies at all times. It's consistent. It's constant. It's constant. It's proactive and not only reactive, but when it's reactive, it's reactive at all times. Not not just at specific times for specific projects or specific campaigns. Let's go out of our way to learn this lesson of the Chasidah. Again, similar to what we saw in previous years regarding the Chidush Rim, making sure that it's not just Chesed with our friends, with our inner circle, with only our community. It means going above and beyond to all people, but more importantly, not just that Moadim Yiduim Bashana. We have to make sure that we engage in Chesed at all times consistently and proactively. By doing so, we will have a Chesed, which is not only uh, beautiful, which is not only helpful, but it is truly 100% kosher. Shabbat Shalom.